Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Keith Jennings, CIO at Mass General Hospital and Physicians Organization at Partners Healthcare. In this segment, Jennings talks about how his team is applying principles from process improvement training to improve desktop support, the pros and cons of stepping into Jim Noga's shoes, and how the Epic rollout is already changing the game both for him and his staff. I actually, um, I volunteered and forced my way into one of the classes, um, even though it's only supposed to be for uh, clinicians. And a lot of people are like, why, why would you go there? And I said, well, for two reasons. Um, one, because, boy, isn't this interesting, and wouldn't I want my, all of my IT staff to be able to do these same kind of things, perhaps on slightly different problems, but we have um, problems like this. And then I wanted to make it apparent to the folks running the program and to uh, the clinical staff that I wanted to make it um, visible and apparent to the clinicians that they wanted IT help or support. I got a whole bunch of people who'd love to partner with them, be there, you know, their number two as they get into these kind of projects. And some, you know, a lot of them are, you know, hand hygiene or other activities, but an awful lot of them have to deal with you know, data analysis or small applications or um, interpreting data that the clinicians may or may not be um, expert at, but, uh, you know, an IT person can help them with. So I, I'm forcing my way into this program to let our staff uh, work and, you know, be in support of the uh, clinicians they run through this. But, boy, you want to talk about innovation, right? Here's a we've, – we've innovated by um, creating a program to create innovators and giving them the tools – uh, in order to to be successful at wherever they end up in the in the uh, organization, I think that's also a, f a fantastic model that uh, other folks should take a look at. I'm sure sitting in on that, you would hear some really interesting things. I'd just be writing away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it is. Um, I, I learned a lot. I still I have my my manual from my CPIP class, and I use it on a in fact on a regular basis on uh, initiatives that we've we've done here. And in fact, myself, I participated. Uh, Two months after, after I graduated from the class, um, we had an opportunity, and I said, "Boy, this sounds just like one of those CPIC projects." And I, I ran it just as we did out of the, um, uh, you know, out of the manual, following our, our our steps, you know, interviewing people who are your stakeholders, um, what are the conditions you're trying to solve, uh, and I worked, I partnered with our um, our director of uh, nursing informatics, uh, and we actually, uh, at the end of this small program, we changed the way we provide help desk support. Um, across the entire hospital for our inpatient care units, um, which I, I, am, I was both tickled pink about, but it was a, a fantastic reminder of the, the value of having uh, people who know how to do, you know, these these kind of projects, and then giving them the tool sets and data and other things to to do them. Yeah, yeah, that's great and to see such you know an instant result like that or a quick result and something that really makes a difference. That's that's going to make it feel worthwhile. It, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't have to do larger projects that require, you know, a different scope yes. and scale. But, uh, you know, the, the, we have 26,000 employees, you know, um, 1,800 docs, a couple of thousand nurses, um, and to empower all of them with the tools to make um, either, you know, incremental or large-scale improvements is just a fantastic thing. Yeah. Now, you've been um, CIO at, at Mass General since 2011, correct? Man, seems like a lot longer. Yes, but no, that, I think that's about right. Okay. And now you said that that was the role that, that Jim Noga previously held. That is correct. He did. Okay. All right. So I'm sure that was interesting walking into his Yes. Shoes. Well, you know, it, yes, it's funny. Um, I've worked here for at Mass General Partners, but 
dedicated to Mass General for uh, since, since uh, just before 9-11. So I'm approaching 15 years. Um, and I worked for Jim for all of those years. Um, and, you know, interestingly enough, you know, for many years, Jim and I would, you know, we would talk in private and, you know, complain about the, uh, the things the enterprise CIO was doing to us right. out here at the, at the hospital. And then it, uh, it only took about three months after he moved into his new role where he was doing some of those same things, you know. And I picked up the phone and said, hey, Jim, you, you know, we, we used to complain about this stuff. And, and he would say, well, Keith, you don't understand. Yeah. And see, that's how it goes. But, yes, um, so we have a, we have a fantastic uh, – I, I, well, you'd have to ask him, but I think we have a fantastic working relationship. And it, uh, it was very beneficial, I think, to Mass General to um, – not so much that we – we get favors over the Brigham or anything, but um, you know there was no learning curve for the when I got this position for the master general CIO to um, learn how the partner CIO uh, likes to function. Um, so uh, you know it, it worked out very nicely for us, and it certainly worked out very well for me. But you know I, I will tell you one one uh, side effect or slightly negative side effect um, that that I've discovered, and I'm, even now four years later I sometimes. Um, uh, and chasing things down because Jim was here so long, right? He was here 15 years as a CIO, um, and uh, I, I can't speak for other healthcare institutions, but almost nobody leaves our place, right? Once right. you get here, you you stay. And as uh, I've been here now 15 years, and I'm still new, right? <laughs> People consider me wet behind the ears. A lot of folks still sometimes reach out to Jim. Um, as you know, muscle memory, right? Oh, the, you know, geez, Jim's the IT guy. Well, now he's he's my boss, and he's got another set of views, and so I have to try and corral some of those some of those things. Um, well, you know, there are worse problems to have, but um, but it, uh, you know, that, that's one of the odd things that occurs when your when your boss was was had the old role. Um, right. But again, uh, I, th- I think uh, that that's minor compared to the benefits we get that Jim and I had a very long. Um, a very successful working relationship prior to him taking his new role and me taking my new role. Yeah. Okay. And you had talked about before about being uh, your 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 um, past experience with programming and uh, yes, it's uh, I'm sure that that that's a beneficial in a lot of ways though to have had that experience and just kind of you know have that 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 viewpoint um, you know even in your current role to kind of know what uh, you know what what that was like from their eyes. Yeah, um, sh- sure, and you know, and as all things, um, boy, I, I don't want to sound too high on myself, but I, I think I'm fairly well-rounded. Um, I started out, as I said, as a programmer um, for a couple of years. I was in the defense industry for a while, but that that ended in the in the uh, late '80s. Then I started to work. I actually worked for a vendor. I worked for um, IDX Systems Corp, which eventually became. Um, part of GE, and I was there as an installation programmer, and I spent a lot of time, although a little bit of technical work, an awful lot of time working out with clients getting ready to install a new large system. Uh, after that, I went to Beacon Partners, which is a uh, a small boutique healthcare consultancy, and when we started, we were very, that company was very small, um, and did primarily work. It was primarily former IDX employees, and so we we had a very IDX-centric, which was their you know uh, physician practice billing um, system was the the big seller there. So, uh, spent a lot of time uh, doing IDX work as a consultant, um, and then I grew a um, a technical. 
programming department, we eventually started to offer applications and custom programming to, to clients. Um, and again, not that I'm giving an advertisement for Beacon, but they they grew, moved into all kinds of other markets, uh, other vendors, uh, other parts of healthcare space, and I think they recently got um, merged with one of the big consulting firms, and I yeah. forget which one. But so so they did very well, and they they apparently they survived when I left, which I was I, I didn't think they would, but they did. Um, so I was there for a couple of years, and that also um, gave me a, a great grounding. So I have a technical background, technical and IT background, and then um, six years in the consulting space, um, uh, going out and working with customers in all kinds of uh, areas and situations. Then, uh, as I mentioned, just before 9-11, I came here uh, to Mass General. As it turns out, they needed a, um, a system and environment manager for their, their burgeoning IDX platform. Um, lo and behold, I happen to have those skill sets. I, uh, I, I uh, came in, joined that team, and helped them. That they were really at that time trying to standardize um, all of their PO practices on a single system. You know, f- at least from their own internal rev cycle um, processes. Uh, so we were bringing a lot of practices in. So I helped grow, you know, stabilize that environment and grow that team. And as it turns out, I, I grew a because it. <laughs> It was one of the things I like to do. I grew a small programming group. That had, you know, the department never had that before, but I grew a uh, departmental programming group that used this scheduling data and billing data um, in all kinds of interesting ways to build a new, cla- new classes of applications um, and provide data marts in areas that um, we really didn't have the data before. So that, w- that was really kind of um, you know, interesting and exciting, and it was uh, you know, virgin territory uh, for us. So I had some success in... Um, Building some of those applications, but also building a you know a, a high functioning um, team here um, at Mass General. Did that for a couple of years. Then I um, had an opportunity. Mark Hulse, who is had been the CIO at North Shore, one of our facilities, um, and is now CIO and perhaps Chief Administrative Officer down at Moffitt Cancer Center, I think, oh, down hey, in Florida. Okay. Um, you know, Mark. The position he had here, he was here at Mass General before he moved up to North Shore to, to start his CIO career. Um, Mark, again, moved up to North Shore. I took his uh, position here, which we call IS Management and Planning, uh, which is a role that really uh, doesn't own any applications here across, but um, owns both large infrastructure projects at the hospital. Now, a few years ago, uh, I had the you know opportunity in that role. To, we, had to, we rolled out wireless across the hospital. Um, you know, we owned things like uh, PC refreshes where, you know, we have 18,000 PCs here on campus and we got to recycle through, you know, replace three or 4,000 of those every year, which is a, a big undertaking. And then, you know, general management, um, you know, IS-related activities uh, interfacing with leadership at the hospital as well as leadership at um, partners. So I, I got I got further exposure and grounding in, you know, beyond applications but into closer to hospital operations um, in that role and then, you know, exposure to a, a wider view of the, of the enterprise. You know, we have data centers off-site that, you know, we don't really, we don't, Mass General doesn't have its own data center. We have a partners, a couple of partners data centers and get more exposure to those activities to really ground um, my awareness of, of all things IT. So it seems like just kind of going through the, the, the different roles, you kind of uh, were able to put together, you know, a, enough of a kind of a, a background, a diverse background to uh, to jump into the CIO or Well, not jump, but to, <laughs> to go into the CIO yeah. role. 
Y- yes, and uh, I'm sure that there's many paths, um, but uh, the, you know, I-, I took a reasonably varied one, um, yeah. and I-, I really think a uh, um, it- it's uh, I think it serves me well, and I- I'd like to think it serves the physician's organization, the hospital well. And even in the, the four years since you've been in that role, I- I'm sure that you've seen it just you know really take shape in different ways and uh, make it clear that there is no one way to prepare for this role. <laughs> Oh yeah, I would agree, and, and you know, in truth, um, my my role here has changed, um, but both my role, well, it hasn't changed completely, but it's it's heading in that direction because um, our world will be significantly different after we go live on Epic than it is today, and it's really changing the um, the roles of not all, but many of uh, the folks in my department. The, uh, some of the things we do stay the same. Um, some of the things that we do aren't, you know, a lot of the things we do aren't affected by Epic at all. I have folks who work on um, infrastructure, and you know, the fact that Epic's coming simply means we had to change from a 19-inch monitor standard to a 24-inch monitor standard. But you know, by and large, you know, Epic is almost immaterial to much of the work that they do. But I have, uh, I have teams that have. We until we switched to Epic, the majority of our inpatient clinical applications were homegrown systems, and so I have teams that are very good at um, you know specking and developing you know next set of features, and then they also support them. Uh, at, when we when we get a vendor application, you know much of the the design or the development work anyway, and a lot of the design work will be done by um, either an enterprise group or the vendor themselves. Mm. So some of that work changes, some of it goes away, but the support functions and the ability to interact with our end users about workflows and needs and concerns, you know, stays the same. It's just the way, once we've identified one of these things, how we try to, you know, um, implement a change to support or or fix those issues is now different. And so it's, you know, from my staff standpoint, this will, um, you know, change a fair amount of the work that they do. Um, or the way, the manner in which they do it, um, and then just from my standpoint as a, you know, as at Mass General, as the CIO, um, again, a lar- today a large portfolio, a large part of my portfolio is these homegrown applications. So a big piece of that, but by no means all, will switch over to a, you know, a single large integrated vendor application. Mm-hmm. But concurrent with this, right, Epic is very important, but um, it really signifies more of a trend than itself. Um, as, you know, it's, it's part of the journey, not necessarily the destination. Um, yeah. I, I see, again, as part of the ACO work, the innovation work, even, even part, you know, a great part of the, you know, Epic software is great, but one of the things that it will really do for us is start providing um, some normalized, um, discrete data right, yeah. provides significant benefits to the clinicians, right, but it also starts providing large data stores of data that you can actually compare um, and do, do work against. And, and I really see to a certain degree um, the CIO or my CIO role here, um, today I was probably more of a technology or applications kind of manager. We are moving into a world where I have a um, – larger value to add to the organization as a data manager Um, and either both providing data but also helping the clinicians and staff to use that data in a more um, effective path or uh, process. Right. 
Right. Once once you get through this uh, this <laughs> this hurdle of, of <laughs> implementing it and going live, then you go to the next phase. Yeah. That's right. Now now let's exploit what we've done. Right. Again, yeah. we're going to put in a very good tool, um, but that's only the beginning. It's what we can do once we have the tool in place. Um, is also is also very exciting. It's also a, you know it's a change, um, a little bit scary, um, but also very um, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I um, certainly want to catch up with you down the road after uh, the <laughs> the dust has settled a little bit. Although I don't know if the dust is ever going to settle, but you know. No, there'll, there'll, there'll be something. There'll be something right after it. But um, you know, this is this will certainly be a big inflection point for us. Yeah. All right. Well, a lot of really great stuff um, going on there, um, and uh, I I really appreciate you taking so much time to talk with us about it. Uh, I think this has really been beneficial, and I think it's going to be interesting to a lot of people at different organizations to hear your perspective. Well, I, again, I appreciate the uh, the opportunity to talk a little bit about the great things that are going on here at. Uh, uh, Mass General, the PO, and partners in general. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'll definitely check back down the road and uh, hope to meet you in person one day. Very good, Kate. I look forward to it myself. All right. Thanks so much, Keith. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.